In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus went on ahead going up to Jerusalem when he drew near to Bethphage and Bethany at the mound that is called Olivet. He sent two disciples saying, Go into the village opposite, where on entering you will find a coat tied on which no one has ever yet sat. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, Why are you untying it? You shall say this. The Lord has need of it. So those who were sent went away and found it as he had told them. And as they were untying the coat, its owner said to them, Why are you untying the coat? And they said, The Lord has need of it. And they brought it to Jesus, and throwing their garments on the coat, they set Jesus upon it. And as he rode along, they spread their garments on the road. As he was drawing near at the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees in the multitude said to him, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. He answered, I tell you, if these were silent, the very stones would cry out. The Gospel of the Lord. The most visible accoutrement for this Sunday is the palm branch, and for good reason. The palm branch was a symbol of crime and of victory in the ancient world and in Jewish tradition. But having paid closer attention to the first gospel taken from Luke, it is at least a little ironic to refer to this Sunday as Palm Sunday. Actually, only John, the Gospel of John, mentions palm branches. Matthew mentions branches from the trees, while Mark describes them as leafy branches. Luke mentions nothing about any foliage. So if you didn't manage to get your hands on a nice leafy palm, don't complain. Be that as it may, why palms? It was a common custom in many lands in the ancient Near East to cover the path of someone thought worthy of the highest honour. The Hebrew Bible reports that Joshua was treated this way. The Gospels of Mark, Matthew and John report that these people gave our Lord this form of honour. In Matthew and Mark, they are reported as laying their garments and cut branches on the street, on the street whereas John more specifically mentions palm fronds. Luke mentions only garments being spread on the road as a kind of ancient red carpet reception to our Lord whom the people fettered as their messianic king. As mentioned earlier, the palm as a symbol of victory predates both Jewish and Christian tradition. But in Christian iconography, the palm has taken on a radically new meaning of being a symbol of martyrdom. This association may have risen from the natural habitat of palm trees. To travellers in the arid desert, palm trees were beacons of hope because of their association with oasis and life. Where you find a palm tree in the desert, you are bound to find a water source. But it is not just the water that sustains the traveller, but the fruits or dates from the palm tree. It was thought that at the time the palm tree produced its fruits, it died. Hence, it was meant as a sacrifice. 
as well as a symbol of the resurrection. So there is no contradiction between the earlier symbol of victory with the later Christian symbolism for martyrdom. For isn't martyrdom victory of the spirit over the earthly and the flesh, as well as a symbol of rebirth and immortality, which is victory over death? And isn't this the paradoxical lens in which we must view the Lord in today's liturgy? Although the Son of God appeared to be the least among men, he was born to be a king in the most admirable way. Though he was fettered as an earthly king as he entered Jerusalem, he would only be from the throne of the cross where he would be revealed as king of the universe in all his glory. The palms that you have received remain a vital and meaningful part of our lives. And this is not just confined to Palm Sunday. They are more than those Catholic things that we twist and braid and hang on the wall or behind a special picture and forget about. These palms are part of both our entry gospel, but they are also a part of our story, yours and mine. Two months ago, you were invited to bring the palms received last year back to church. Six weeks ago, those palms were burnt outside this church. The resulting ashes were then further pulverized to prepare them for use on Ash Wednesday. Those ashes made of the palms we had with us for a year reminded us of our mortality, our sinfulness, and our need for reconciliation, conversion, and prayer. They remind us of the vanity and fragility of human glory. One day you are a hero in the eyes of others. Another day you can descend into zero. Today we begin again with new palms. These new palms should lead us to the question of how have we changed since we have ashes from those triumphal palms sprinkled on the crown of our heads. What have we learned since Ash Wednesday? So Lent is bracketed, book-ended by the palms. The loss and burning and destruction of them at its onset, and then the new green leaves this day near the end. Ultimately, that is what the sacred season is about. Burning away, clearing out, purifying, and cultivating something new. So take the palm branches with you today. Let them be a reminder that we are entering the holiest week of the year, the week that begins with the false triumphal entry into Jerusalem and ends with the true triumph over death at the cross. These palms challenge us to remember our role in our Lord's passion, that those great sufferings endured by our Lord were endured for each of us, they are our badges of honour, not trophies of success in human terms, but a reminder that we are called to share in the passion, death and resurrection of Christ. We are indeed called to be martyrs, witnesses as the Greek root materon suggests. Five weeks ago we heard, remember that you are dust and to dust you shall return. Those ashes are on our heads have washed off, but these palms can stay with us offering mute testimony and calling us to not forget who we are, sinners in need of our Lord's grace, and what can we be, sinners who have placed our lives in the hands of our loving God. Remind us that it is in humility that we will find true glory. In death can we discover eternal life. Please take these palms of you today, because in a sense, just like those palms, each of us this day also holds our future in our hands. 
we will only choose to walk the path of human glory or follow our Lord faithfully on the way to the cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.